Get up, BDL. It's time for the Inside Podcast number 10 with your friend Mike, the Canadian Nightmare, and yours truly, I'm Scotty, the Undisputed Commissioner of Fantasy Baseball. No fancy segments or fireside chats today. Mike and I strolled into the studio late, late Sunday night after the close of uh, most uh, games across Major League Baseball to bring you coverage of tomorrow's opening pitches of the 2021 BDL playoffs, as well as instant reactions to the Cramps' stunning loss to the elevation. If Crawford does go the distance this year, boy, will they look back at this loss and ponder what might have been. We've got a lot to discuss about the 2021 playoff bracket, including one of the best teams in the BDL missing the cut and watching from the sidelines starting on Monday. If you're in, uh, if you're within shouting distance of the Cardinals GM next week, you, I don't know, might want to turn in a few remote work days and steer clear. Hey, don't forget the Inside Pod is now hosted on Captivate, meaning there are more ways than ever to hear content generated by the BDL Podcast Network. Subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a Spotify user, you can find the Inside Pod easily on that platform by using the search term BDL Podcast Network. Just plug that into the app search function and our feed should pop right up. Or just listen to the show in your browser right on the BDL forum. Hey, thanks for checking in and checking out the show, guys. You're listening to the BDL Podcast Network. Crank it up for number 10 because unlike the Crawford Cramps, the Inside Pod is on fire. Hello, BDL. Welcome to this special edition, Inside Pod number 10, here on the eve of the 2021 BDL playoffs, which are set to kick off tomorrow. Not getting inside today with a long-form interview, but we're not steering this ship alone uh, either, Mike. We are pleased, I think, to welcome 2018 BDL champion Chris of the Beers, who joins us at the top of today's show. That's right now to help us make sense of this playoff bracket. So Chris, welcome back to the show, buddy. Yeah, glad to be here. You have me on for the, the season preview and now the playoff preview. So I guess I'm your preview that, guru. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's right. I, I believe actually you have the honor. So uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you have the honor of being the Inside Pod's first repeat guest. I, I believe you are correct, Scotty. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, true. I'm surprised anybody would repeat on here, but yeah, if I'm here. I mean, uh, <laughs> already mentioned well, um, on how much smoother the uh, the start went, not having to wait 40 minutes for Joe. So, you know, I can kind of see how this train normally operates. Yeah. Yeah. He, we he actually tried cool. to get Joe tonight, Chris, but he was late. So we called you to get you. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope that honor ends up being uh, some sort of consolation to you after what I hear the Mounties are prepared to do to the beers next week. But let's stick a pin in that thought because we don't want to get, we don't want to bury the lead tonight. And we, we do have quite, uh, I think quite the lead story uh, here on the, uh, I guess we'll call this the inaugural uh, BDO playoff preview uh, inside pod special edition. So 
we'll, we'll just run right into this, guys. Um, of course, this is the topic of the show tonight, so no, no beating around the bush here. History was made this season in the BDL by the West Division champion, Crawford Cramps. Spoiler alert, Crawford uh, did uh, officially take home the West Division crown um, as of this evening. <laughs> Actually, maybe of as of July 15th, evening, yeah. Yeah. Like, like May, like May or, or mid-May or so, I, I don't know. Uh, need, need, need to rerun that math. But in any case, um, that history was not quite as sweet as GM Brian had hoped. Um, if, if you were paying attention and we, we did drop a few subtle hints on the show, the last couple shows and, uh, Chris, um, you were running a, a, a Crawford watch, a cramps watch on the forum. For yeah, this I stopped doing that. Once it got later in the week <laughs> and nice I started drinks. to feel nice really drinks, <laughs> Well, I love well, it. <laughs> so. In, in, in case you were not paying attention, and I think most people were by, by this point, but in case you were not, just to catch you up, Crawford was aiming for the BDL's first, believe this or not, first perfect season to go, um, I was going to say undefeated. That's not technically true since we use ties in that league, but to post a a, a, a winning streak that lasted the entire season uh, that was in the cards uh, through this matchup that is just closing this week. But the cramps stumbled in the final week uh, of the regular season that closes tonight on Sunday, falling to kill Devil Hills. So that is no longer possible, a perfect season, no longer uh, on the table for the Crawford cramps. Um, yeah, so let's let's just discuss. Someone start. Well, two things, Scotty. One, it turns out you were right. At the beginning of the season, you picked the elevation to win that division, and clearly, yes, they're the better team. This has been proven this week. So all this time, you've been apologizing for no reason. Clearly, the elevation of the better team. So that's my. I first, always had your backboard. So that's my first takeaway from this. The second, more important takeaway from this, I think, is there's only one team in the history of this league that is truly perfect, and that is. The 2009 Rockland Rockets, who went 0-21 with no <laughs> spotless record, not a win on there. And my record stands up for one more season. The perfect season remains with Rockland. Well, I mean, I guess hypothetically, Mike, you had a perfect season last year, right? <laughs> I, that, that's true. I, I'm only going to no, have two, no, no, two no, perfect no, seasons. No, Thank you, Chris. No, no, that's no, true. no, no. Yep. No, no losses in that year not. and no wins in 2009. Unrecognized, <laughs> unrecognized. Perfect. Moving, I'm already regretting having Chris on this show. I, unrecognized. Uh, I have a trophy right behind me that clearly recognizes that year. It's clearly, clearly recognized. Whatever. But thank you, Chris. Finally, I got a good co-host on this show. Finally. What I want to say, yeah, what I want to say about the cramps, though, I mean, I, I guess my main thing is doesn't matter like it would have been cool you know what i mean but looking at that record and looking at that team i mean i'm pretty sure that brian is is not that upset i mean obviously sure it would have been would have been a really nice thing to to hang on the wall but outside of that i mean i think he's really just focused on next week i mean you know i think to me the the interesting storyline is is ken lightning strike twice twice in a row twice in consecutive weeks and you know i think it's actually interesting that um if you look at the two matchups uh, you know, from, from my division or league, I should say, you know, both of them are repeating, you know, these last week and then the first week of the playoffs. So it's kind of yeah. an interesting, yeah. you know, 
preview of what happened, but to see if, if the same you know the same results we think are going to happen. You know, we may have three of them next week, uh, Chris. Yeah. It'll be me and Bill, most likely in ours, and then you and you and Stephen and Orton Brian. It's pretty amazing yeah. how the schedule worked out. Yeah, I don't think that typically happens. I mean, I know I set the schedule this year, but nobody would have known that that's how it would have turned out. <laughs> <laughs> before before we move on, I just do want to throw out a few things just for just for historical context with what we're seeing with Crawford um, and what was their bid for a for a flawless, perfect season. Um, just throw this out there. Of course, it should be noted. Um, Crawford will still post the single best winning percentage of all time in the BDL this year um, if my math is correct and, and we are recording this late on Sunday although there is one game still active um, so I, I think this math is correct but anyway um, the the cramp should post a winning percentage I believe of 758 or thereabouts um, after after those things are made final uh, this evening um, for tomorrow morning. So that tops the prior high of the 2011 damage with a winning percentage of 745. So any way you slice it, this is the single best regular season in the history of the BDL. So just just want to point that out, throw that out there. Best record, regular season record of all time. It does not, however, the, the cramps do not, however, I should say, post the highest total number of uh, wins all time. Uh, it looks like they're tracking as we record this for 147 total wins. Um, that is tied for fourth all time with the 2012 Gotham City Generals. Um, let's see. The highest number of wins all time, 152 posted by the 2010 NorCal Damage. Uh, of course, it should be noted that in, in that year, that was prior to our conference format or league format, whatever you want to call it. And we did play um, 10 extra games per year back in that in that era of the BDL. So um, a little bit more difficult to uh, to post uh, a win total up, up into the 150s these days. But um, in, in any case, just just to round that into a point incredibly incredibly impressive season by the Crawford cramps so I uh, don't don't want that to get lost in the uh, lost in the story there um, Crawford's winning streak Crawford's winning streak ends at 19 consecutive matchups 19 consecutive regular season matchups so what does that compare how does that compare rather to BDL history. What came close before? Well, here, here are just a few stats for you. Uh, for those of you who enjoy those those sorts of things, the longest single season winning streak up to this point was 13 matchups. Uh, that was posted by the Killer Car Company in way back in 2007. That's a single season winning streak. So um, the cramps obliterated that record. So congratulations there. Uh, however, the longest regular season winning streak um, across more than one season, just regular season matchups all told, um, that, that streak, that record remains untouched. 23 overall matchups. Uh, the Killer Car Company won uh, across two regular seasons in 2009 and 2010. Of course, that does omit a playoff run there where the Killer Cars um, uh, lost the uh, BDL uh, finals 
matchup. Um, a few other historical close calls, again, just for posterity here. The longest uh, uninterrupted winning streak, including the playoffs, prior to Crawford's 2021 run was 17 matchups. Uh, that was the 2009 Killer Cars, if you're sensing a trend here. Um, also, that, that same club, the, the 09 Cars, they lost three matchups, two in the regular season um, and one in the BDL Finals. The 2010 Damage also got close one year, uh, or that year, excuse me. Uh, they lost two regular season matchups uh, in route to winning the BDL Finals. However, they posted that, that club posted four ties that season. The following year, the 2011 Damage lost only one regular season matchup, uh, but did lose the finals and also posted two ties in the regular season as well. Uh, and more recently, the 2015 Woo lost only three regular season matchups. So these things don't happen all that often. Uh, we're not talking about that many clubs here. The Killer Cars, the Damage, uh, the Woo, and now the Cramps um, with this what is still an historic season. Uh, I know when Brian looks back at this, I think he would, uh, of course, ha ha le would love to have had the, the uh, designation of posting the first flawless uh, BDL regular season and potentially the first perfect uh, BDL season, but that is no longer, no longer in the cards. And, but, you know, we'll just acknowledge, of course, that those, accompli those accomplishments this year, still incredibly, incredibly impressive. And Chris, as you alluded to already, I think where this story gets really interesting is the fact that the cramps having lost um, for only for the only time this season to the elevation here in week 21 must now turn around and face Kill Devil Hills yet again starting tomorrow in the opening round of the playoffs. So I think the question that we, you know, we have to pose here is, is can the cramps figure the elevation out in enough time to avoid an historic collapse? Chris, you want to I mean, jump on that one first? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting. And, and you know, Scotty, I was mentioning to you that I did a little bit of uh, looking into kind of records versus, you know, other playoff teams. So, you know, if we're talking about the elevation and the cramps, for example, obviously, as we just mentioned, the cramps lost for the first time. So clearly their record versus other playoff teams sits right now at seven and one, right? That one loss being to the elevation. Interestingly yeah. enough, on the same side from the elevation perspective, the elevation versus other playoff teams, one and six. That one being this game that just happened, right? I mean, you know, Ort's team is really hard to figure out all the time, right? And I think I will always <laughs> say that. And, and, you know, that's that's a good thing, right? I mean, you never you never know what you're going to get from that team. He's always going to be yeah. in pitching volume. And if his players decide to hit, you lose, right? I mean, especially in a playoff matchup, right? Because all that you need to do in a playoff matchup really is what, 5-4-1, right? I mean, that's the... You know, that's really the goal in all playoff matchups. Anything above that is, is you know, really just, just icing. So and What's funny with Ort, Chris, is is Ort will happily take 5-5 because sure. he will lose the ratios. He knows that. Tiebreaker says. That, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, 5-4-1, you can go 5-5 five, five and, and still still move on to the next round, which I think is, you know, an important thing. I mean, I, I looked at Ort's team this week. I mean, if you looked at the players and, and you know, would have – asked, would you expect an offensive, you know, onslaught from those players this week? 
I think most of us would say no. So, you know, the real question is, can all those players continue that hot streak, right? There's no more ads, right? That's an interesting, you know, factor to this. So there's no more, you know, swapping in and out. So it's really, you know, can they stay on a hot streak? Can they stay healthy? And, you know, can he continue to rotate those pitchers? I mean, I still think from my perspective, I'm betting on the cramps to, to do that. I mean, again, I don't, you know, having a perfect season is, is almost impossible. You're going to get beat once. Um, but I think Brian's going to care more about the, the win streak of three and three of, you know, three in a row for the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the cramps are, are gettable though. Um, typically the way Ort plays his team with the streamers, it really hurts him once the playoffs hit because he can't stream guys off the wire anymore. But if you look at his schedule next week, he's got 21 starts oh, and wow. cramps, the cramps have 10. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to bet that they're going to take wins and they're going to take K's next week. And, you know, if you're, if you're Brian and it's kind of interesting, he did this this year because it, it is one thing I've been, I've been watching his roster to see if he was going to make any changes here. He's playing with two dead spots. He's got Trevor Bauer, who's probably not playing the season. And he's got Griffin Canning, who's out for the season, but he's on the minor league injured list. And those two guys are burning holes in his roster. So he's basically playing 28 to 26 every matchup. Ort's team is not one you want to do that against. No. Because he's going to kill you in volume. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it, it is a very questionable tactic to try to run through the playoffs with two dead spots, especially when you know you have other injuries on your team. So I, I think the cramps are a lot more gettable than everyone assumes. I don't think they're this unbeatable team. Clearly that was proven this week. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Ort pulled another miracle again. I'm not betting on it unless you give me some odds, but I I, I would I would certainly not be surprised if that that was a, a five five or a six four matchup next week. And if it's five five, Ort's going through. I, I agree with you, Mike. I, I think this is this is worst possible scenario for the cramps. Um, how, how this has played out, and it, 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 it's it's even more especially biting, uh, given the fact that you know the cramps are locked in at, at number, the number one seed, the elevation locked in at the number four seed in the PCL, uh, and the elevation are the only club to make the playoffs this year with a sub five hundred record. Yeah. Uh, and, and here they are, Crawford facing potentially two consecutive losses. I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but um, you know, I think when you when you look at the pitching starts, just like you noted, um, you know, it, it's already very concerning. I mean, you as the you know the, the cramps are are essentially already giving up giving up two wins next week yeah. um, to, to the elevation. You're giving up two. And you know the tiebreaker is going the other way, so he basically needs to, he needs to take five and a half of the other eight categories. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying he's not going to do it. If you gave me even odds, I'd bet on him taking eight of the other eight categories. But if if I'm Brian, I'm 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 more than a little worried right now. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I, I think this ends seven three mm-hmm. ramps. Right? I, I don't. You know, I listen. Ord's team does the, the one thing, you know, he has the volume, the offense really popped this week. And again, I just don't think that's going to happen two weeks in a row. Um, you know, if you look at even st- the statistics on the year, I mean, you know, no shock, 
you know, the elevation is tops in the league with, you know, 1800 plus innings, right? Crawford's right there, right? I mean, they're at 1539, which I know sounds like a huge decrease, but that's still number three. I think the thing that for me is that the, the streaming really didn't work this year for Ort. Um, you know, obviously you can tell that by the record. And yes, he took a couple of categories here and there, but I mean, he ended up with by far the worst ERA. And I think, yeah, the worst whip as well, although that's a little closer. The K's to me, like, sure, he he is number two, right? So he didn't even get the most strikeouts this year. And I think the interesting thing of this is, and I, Scotty, I alluded to this a little bit earlier with you just kind of, you know, in passing. So the Cramps had 1,500 innings. They had 89 losses, okay? The Elevation had 1,800 innings, so 300 innings more. How many losses do you think they had this year? Twice, twice as many probably. So 89 was, was second yeah. worst. What do you think was worst? Buck 40. I wouldn't be surprised. It was like 100, 130, 140. 154 yeah. losses. Yeah. Wow. So I just think the streaming this year, I mean, you had the innings, but it just didn't It didn't work the same that it does every year. Like I said, you didn't come in number one in Ks, and you, you gave up on those other categories by far. So, so yeah, and this, uh, you know, kind of maybe sidebar related here um, – and I, I'm not I'm not really one to stream, but I, I've had quite a quite a few significant injuries this year with my club, and have had to dip into the wire um, probably a little more often than I normally do. And the impression I have is that the quote unquote quality of of streamers <laughs> in the league in in Major League Baseball this year, what's hideous. on the wire? Yeah. It's it's yes, yeah, hideous. It is, it is, I mean, it's, it's not, it's never great because, you know, this is a very smart league and there's not a whole lot to find on the wire, but typically, you know, relatively speaking, I think there has been more to find than, than you have been able to find this year. And I'm not sure why that is. And so that, that, that might, that might be uh, something to look at too in this conversation as well. Yeah. I just think the bad pitchers were worse than they've been. Right. And I don't know how to necessarily prove that out. Right. Yeah, but it right. just seems that, you know, the, the guys that are normally not good were just very bad. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of how, it, you know, I would I would describe it. And, you know, I don't know if there's right. necessarily a change in baseball, you know, causing that. I mean, obviously, we've seen changes to relievers and how they're used and all that. And I don't know if that's impacting you know, the value of some of those, you know, low end starters that they're, you know, just going to get the hook really quick or they're in there, you know, just to play a certain role and they're getting switched out. So I think you just touched on it, Chris. I, I think a lot of these teams are using those kind of number five starters as just go yep. out there, give me three or four innings. You can't get a win, but you can get a loss. Yep. You know, basically you just go out there, give me three or four innings. And for a team that streams, like your best case scenario is they get you three or four Ks, they don't get you a win, and hopefully they don't do any damage to your ERA and WHIP. But usually they are. Yeah, but usually they do, and that's that's kind of the problem. That that being said, it's still twenty-one to ten, so yeah. I'm I'm still betting on him taking wins and Ks next year, just, uh, next week, just based on there being that big a difference. And then right. the the issue with the cramps again with those with those dead spots on his roster, and he is really banged up going into next week. Uh, Trout's still out. He's not going to play next week. Um, I know Mondesi might be back this week, but he might not be. Uh, you know, Shohei just took a, a fastball off his hand a couple of days ago. They say he's okay. 
But would anybody be surprised if he took a few days off this week? I wouldn't. So, you know, if it's just too bad this isn't a Beers playing the cramps this week, you know, a, a real top team, because if you're going to get Brian, I think this might be the week to get him. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I, I'm not sure there's a whole lot more to say to punctuate the the West Division picture here as we wrap up the regular season, of course. Um, and I've not run this math. I'm just eyeballing very quickly. It looks like the elevation will trail the cramps in the West by, oh, about 60, what, 61, 61 and a half games, something like that. Um, so obviously quite quite a wide margin there, and I, I've not taken the time yet to go back through the historic, historical standings to see where that ranks in terms of uh, widest uh, one to two divide that we have ever seen, but it's certainly up there. Um, but we, of course, as we've stated, we, we knew months ago the cramps uh, running away with the division, so this is obviously no surprise to anyone. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest gap was just over 70 games. I think that was NorCal that did that back in 2010, I want to say. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds, sounds about right, but, uh, not, um, of course, you know, you know, no, no, no close other close races, uh, here in, in the West at all or, or none whatsoever. Rather, uh, I don't think there's really any reason to touch on the lions or the woo here, bringing up the rear, uh, certainly no wild card impl- implications, um, here in the last few weeks, um, coming from this division, uh, outside of the elevation. So we, we can just move on there and we should to the BDL North division, the other Pacific coast league, uh, set of teams here in the BDL, which, um, boasted really the best divisional race in the BDL all year, uh, Chris, your beers. Um, I've not run that math either, but you'll end up besting the uh, Moncton Mounties by oh several games. Anyway. He should be one fourteen and seventy six would be my record, and he'll be one oh five and eighty five. We yeah. both have okay. It'd be an eight game okay. eight game lead yeah. by the time we're done. Okay, yeah. Coming 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 into this week, you you had a three game lead, of course. Your head-to-head matchup this week um, has resulted in a, a, a widening of that uh, uh, a widening of that lead here at the end of the season. But um, yeah, so of course we have you on the show today, so definitely want to get your perspective on on that North Division champ Malibu Bay, Malibu Bay Beers. Congratulations, Chris! And uh, really, I think the story there, you know, the Beers sort of turn things on late in the season after losing, if, if my math is right here, five of its first 10 matchups. Yeah. Uh, and then storming back to take the North Division, um, you and the Mounties were in quite quite a good playoff race, uh, or, or division race, rather, uh, here for about, oh, pretty much the entire second half of the mm-hmm. season. It, it has been the one to, to watch, the one we have discussed, I think, the most on this show uh, leading up to this point in the season. So con- congrats, Beers, uh, wrapping up the number two seed uh, h- here in the PCL. So, um, Chris, any thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting, Scotty. I mean, you mentioned, you know, it being a race all year. And, and to be a little hard on myself, I don't think it should have been. Um, you know, no no offense to the Mounties. I think Steven's done a great job with that team. But, you know, we, we crack jokes about this at the beginning of the season, I had probably one of the unluckiest starts that I've seen in a long time, right? Kind of being high in the 
you know, high in the power rankings, but literally getting crushed by the the team that had the best, you know, output every week for the, a lot of those first matchups. So yeah, it was really, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, it was a really odd start to my season. You know, I got hit with injuries, which which I think we all dealt with this year. But, you know, what I would say now and why I think I've come on strong is even during this this coming on strong, I mean, I had, you know, Bregman, Lindor, Betts out, you know, pretty much the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I've really been able to make some trades and craft a team to the point that I'm happy with it going into the playoffs. Um, You know, on the flip side of that, and this is why I, you know, nothing against the Mounties, but I mean, this team I think is kind of limping along at this point, got a lot of injuries. You know, obviously they had a lot of star pitchers that haven't, haven't pitched in a long time, which I think is why part of it's fallen off. And uh, you know, I mean, you know, I think they were almost at risk this week, Scotty, to not hit the minimum 30 innings pitch, which I don't know that I've ever seen that from a, you know, from a playoff team going into it. So, you know, I'm probably going to say all this and somehow get crushed next week. <laughs> uh, but, you know, again, this isn't against the, this isn't against the owner. This is just against the team that I think, you know, really has four offensive weapons that I'm scared of you know, and nobody on the pitching side at the moment. Right. That's not to yeah. say the team is bad. It's just healthy health wise. So. Yeah. I think basically yeah. the beers and the mounties just, have just kind of flipped roles in the last couple of months. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're basically the beers two months ago. On paper, you know, if, if you looked at the team, you thought, okay, it's one of the best two or three teams in the league. But then you notice 10 other guys are injured. It's like, all right, I guess yeah. they're not one of the best two or three teams in the league where they're, where they're missing eight, nine, ten guys. Right. But you know what? They picked a real good time to get healthy. Yep, yep. And, and one of the – let's see, one of what uh, – one of only six clubs, I think, to post um, – to reach the the 100 win mark coming into the final or by the final week of the season, I think we might have one or two other clubs that'll sneak past that mark here after this week's matchups uh, post to CBS. Uh, but yeah, certainly you know can't take anything away from from Stephen, first year owner, um, uh, sliding into the playoffs here, and I, I do think it'll be a competitive round one matchup. Um, of course, we'll get into some some predictions a little later. I, you know, I don't know that I see them moving on too far, too deep into the playoffs this year. Um, uh, but uh, you know, again, um, congrats, congrats to the Mounties there as well. And and uh, yeah, the North North Division has been a, a fun one to watch. Been a fun one to watch. And sadly, you know, uh, the Killer Cars, um, the Amish, obviously selling out early. Uh, killer cars still in in the uh, wild card race until very recently, and you know there there was a little bit of competitive uh, competitive spirit there that you saw uh, across the PCL uh, that um, uh, I think really made things entertaining for uh, most of the second half of the season. But the cars kind of uh, fell off there toward the end and, and just couldn't uh, uh, couldn't. Uh, get things going um, in spite of being a little bit of a buyer at the, uh, at the deadline, I think. Um, But uh, yeah, no surprises. I don't think uh, there, this one ended up uh, the the way we expected it to uh, in, in the North, certainly preseason the beers uh, was the pick. Um, And yeah. Any other closing, closing thoughts on the PCL? Not from my perspective. Yeah, no, I think we got it pretty much wrapped up. So, guys, just a quick little note here. We're going to move on to the ACL uh, clubs, the East and South divisions. We are recording this just as the 
think it's the Yankees um, Oakland game is still in progress, but is far enough along that that we feel good about the the seedings that we're seeing at this point. I don't think there is really any remote chance that anything will change, but we we did just want to uh, uh, throw that out there as a uh, as a quick little quick little disclaimer. Um, we said you know, not really any surprises in the North Division. I don't know that I would say there are surprises in the East Division in terms of the division winner, although this, without question, the most hotly contested division here in the East in 2021. No, no question of that at all. And I think, um, you know, other than the Crawford Cramps race to a flawless season, which... Uh, which got derailed this week. More storylines came out of the East this year and, and continue to come out of the East this year as we bleed into the into the postseason and the, then I think the offseason. Um, there, there are there are a lot, a lot of talking points here, mm -hmm. um, but we'll just you know kind of look at the uh, at the high level stuff first. Uh, the Rockland Rockets, of course, the uh, 2021 East Division champions. Congratulations, Mike. Um, Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> just rousing applause. Um, the people love me, Scotty. The people love me. You can just add that sound effect in later. Right? <laughs> I, uh, I don't, again, we don't think anything is going to change here right now. What we're looking at, the Boston Double Downs um, coming in second place in the East, came into this week just one game ahead of the damage. Um, NorCal looking to lock up third place in the East as soon as games close for t the night tonight. And on the outside, we have uh, we have the former BDL champion, fairly recent BDL champion, mm -hmm. Carolina Cardinals, um, not making the cut. So the mm -hmm. Cardinals um, will miss the playoffs. Cardinals will miss the playoffs after finishing the year ranked and and this will this will change a little bit um when we see final uh breakdown rankings and 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 uh, power rankings for the regular season posted tomorrow but certainly the club will finish no worse than fifth in both of those metrics yeah. so tough um tough beat for the cards this it, year it, it hurts it sure is and this is the second consecutive year uh, 2019, 2021, obviously excluding 2020. This is the second consecutive year the East will have four 100 teams in it. So yeah, that's, that's crazy. That, that, that is really crazy. That is crazy. Um, and when you have four 100 teams, there's going to be one really good team missing the playoffs, at least maybe two. Yeah. Uh, and in this case, you know, it's just Carolina. They kind of got the unlucky, you know, break at the end of this. Two weeks ago, we thought it was going to be NorCal. Uh, but was it Mark Twain that famously said the report of my death has been greatly exaggerated? Um, <laughs> Bill, Bill does what Bill does, and he finds a way back in, and I am petrified of playing him next week. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so I th we, we need to just pause here and, and give, give props to the damage. Uh, so I think in terms of traditional seasons, this is, his, this is Bill's 14th consecutive yeah 
playoff berth. Um, we, we still need to really kind of make some sort of official decision of how to classify the uh, BDL championship tournament yeah, from the yeah. 2020 season. Really, I mean, it, I don't for, think we can count in, those as playoffs, or else he theoretically missed the playoffs then because he didn't make the final eight last year. You know, played, I, 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 which is completely unfair. Which I like the opinion that the whole thing was a playoff. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically, you know what? Here. You know what, Chris? That's probably the best way of putting it. Honestly, I, I, I think it is. I, I honestly, yeah. and I, I think it is the best because it, it it really helps with our, you know, the narrative of yeah. you know, when we talk about the um, continuity of, of of achievements like this. You know, um, I think it's accurate to say that you yeah. know the damage have been in the playoffs for fifteen straight years yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think that's I, that's, that's just that's just how I see it, and, yeah. I, and I think just for the purposes of, of the way we talk about um, you know playoff attainment in this league and, and what happened in 2020, and you know we we were all dealing with the same circumstances. Yeah. So you know what I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a, a, a commissioner's declaration right here and right now. Everyone made the playoffs in 2020. Congratulations! Congratulations, if you never made the Memphis! Before. Congratulations on your playoff on your playoff berth. <laughs> Great season for great season for the South. All four of you made it. Congratulations, guys! Super, super job. Put your hands together for the South, everybody. Put them together. All right. So that's so almost 15. as that's almost as much of an accomplishment as two you know four one hundred win teams two seasons in a row. It's, yeah, you know what? It's it's pretty much the same thing. The way I look at it, almost the same thing. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, speaking of one hundred win teams, Scotty, how many will there be in the South this year? Uh, we, we're not. We don't have to move on to the South. Yeah, I don't want to. But, move um, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, so. So oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say. I mean, the Rockets' damage matchup. I mean, you know, Mike, you said you're nervous, and and yeah, I think rightfully so. I mean, you know, I think it's kind of funny. You look at you know even the score this week, and you know things obviously, as we just said, may change, but you know currently sits at eight to two. Yeah, you dig into that. And it is like razor thin in almost every runs. category. It, it, it's right? two like, home runs, basically. Yeah, you flip two a coin. Flip it. Yep. You flip a coin on a lot of these categories, and it's right there. It's just it's a really competitive team, and it's really hot right now. I mean, yeah. I think you talked about it that you know a couple of weeks ago we thought this was going to be the first time, and the team turned on. Right. I mean, it's you know it was always a good team. I don't think anybody thought it was not, but you know obviously if if your players aren't all hitting at the same time or pitching at the same time, you know obviously in this league you don't win and. You know, if this is the time that you're rolling in with, uh, you know, everybody on those hot streaks, I think, uh, you know, that's that's where it becomes dangerous, you know, especially, you know, going two weeks in a row, truthfully. Yeah. On paper, like if you look at my breakdown numbers versus NorCal, it's actually it's actually really good. Like if I would have played them any week this year, I probably beat them nine out of ten weeks. Well, it's an interesting. But I have no confidence going into next week being one of those. Exactly. It's all about how everybody's playing it at this given moment, right? And I think, yeah. you know, again, if you were to look at, you know, again, you know, your, you know, wins and losses versus, you know, other playoff teams, Mike, I mean, you're sitting at eight and two, you know, it's yeah. most wins of anybody against other playoff teams and the damage yeah. is at four, four and two, yeah. but it's not really the story, right? Because, you know, again, his wins have come in these last couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's Bill. Yeah. This sounds silly. If anyone else is managing those exact same players, I'm pretty confident. It's Bill. I'm I'm scared shitless. The next week, geez, I want to play anybody else. I want to play anybody well, else next week. Just, just just to summarize, of course, as strong as the East 
was uh, this year. And, and of course, it, it, the East is always strong. The Rockets did win the division by what's it's going to end up being what more than 30 games, 32, yeah. 33 games. It'll be my some, best some... team, which is pretty amazing considering, considering this ridiculous schedule I had to go through. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll probably wind up first in the breakdown based on it being pretty close coming into this week and Brian having a bit of an off week. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how many wins you have against the South, Mike. Just, uh, you know, my, my record against the East, though, is actually really good, too. No, no, it's, it's great. 39, well, yeah, it will be different, obviously. As of right now, you have 39. but 19. Uh, versus the South, I can take a quick look. I, I destroyed those guys. It's like It wasn't pretty. And no ties. <laughs> uh, uh, were those four? Portsmouth, 10 nothing. Memphis, 9-1. <laughs> Gotham City eight zero two, and the Vipers gave me the best matchup at seven two one. That's the second time through the South. First time seven three six three one. Good work, Memphis. Y'all get in there. Yeah. Nine one and six four. So it, it was it was a lot of fun playing the South this year. Yeah. It, was a hell of, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Like, I get I a decent segue, Scotty. Decent segue, yeah. Scotty. Go ahead, Scotty. Let's talk it up. <sighs> Should we should should we ask one question before we do move on to the South? Sure. And that is, in, in all in all seriousness, mm. the, the the Cardinals, um, one of w- one of the best teams in the league by any measure. Um, what I mean, do, do you see any offseason impl- implications for the fact that this has happened? And this is not the first time this has happened. And I, I don't, I really don't want to open a can of worms on this show. Mm-hmm. We can save this for another time. Yeah. But d- what 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 are the remedies here to deal with this situation? Because th- there is a there is a bit of a power balance conundrum in the BDL right now, and we're seeing it play play out in, in the East in, in kind of an ugly way. I, I take it this will be the only topic of the winter meetings this year. That's that's basically <laughs> what this comes down to. And it's honestly, it's bad luck. Like I assume if Carolina is not the best team to miss the playoffs, they're one of the top two or three. I know I missed the playoffs once when I was like 13th in the breakdown four or five years ago when I was in one of these divisions where it was all great teams. Like it, it, it is easy for me to say it now because I'm in first in the division, but it's cyclical. This is this is just going to happen sometimes, and you know we we just happen it's- to have a run of really good teams in this division for the past two or three years. Two or three, um, yeah. You, but you know, but, you know, I mean, like, like great divisions. Like, if you bet, look back at 2017, well, 2016, I don't think you've seen four 100 win teams. 2019 to 2021, this is this is kind of a special case. Uh, that being said, I, I think we have four of the better managers in this league. Like, I don't want to go out and rank us one to sixteen, but I think if somebody did, they probably have all four of us in the top eight. I'm guessing, or somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, like I don't want to make that call, but we're uh, waiting in the dangerous waters here. But you know, (laughs) if you just look at championships, I have two. Bill has three. uh, Matt's got one, and he's only been in the league three years. Kevin's team is always good. Like there, there, there are no soft spots in our division. So, so, so I guess I can put it that way. There, there are no easy wins in there. Sure. I would never argue that. Yeah. I, I think my perspective on the whole thing is, and, you know, there may be an imbalance right now. You know, I think yeah. the question is, does that, 
continue down the road. I mean, I don't know that any of us know the answer to that. And I think it'll yeah. be a really good, you know, conversation, you know, during the winter meetings. I mean, what I would say is I wouldn't vote for shifting divisions just because the Cardinals aren't making, you know, the playoffs, right? I think that's I agree with you. I agree with you. We brought it up as, as that topic, but you know, I think that's that's baseball, right? I mean that's yeah. the kind of stuff happens. So it doesn't mean that there's you know not a better setup that may make more sense from a you know competition standpoint, but yeah. you know I think to me I'm going to have to think about it and you know when we do talk about it even decide if I you know think it makes sense and coming from a you know a division that had a very tight race you know the whole the whole year so you know obviously yeah. you know, no no issues from that standpoint but I think it's just it's an interesting thing to think about. I agree with you, Chris. At the end of the day, if you come fourth in your division, you're still fourth. Yeah. So, you know, the whole talk of, you know, my team should be in the playoffs, well, then don't come in fourth in your division. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds cruel when you put it that way. But, but it happens. It, 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 yeah. If we had no wild cards in this league and the team that came second had a 700 record and the team right. that won the other division had a 350 record, then by all means, there is a perfectly good reason to bitch and complain about, about that sort of setup. But at the end of the day, three teams from our division made the playoffs. And if your team's not one of the three, that's that's bad luck in this case, certainly. But if it wasn't Matt missing the playoffs, it would have been a really good damage team missing it or a really good double downs team or, God forbid, a really good Rockland team missing the playoffs. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think this just happens sometimes. And, and I know the same thing happened to me, I want to say, four or five years ago where my team was really, really good. And, you know, the whole unbalanced schedule kind of bit us. I think I finished, I don't know. 550, but I was third in the breakdown just because, you know, the whole unbalanced schedule thing and some bad luck. But, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. That's that's sports. I'm a Jays fan, so I know all about playing in a division with a bunch of really great teams. That's and, a good point. and yeah. you know, and you're kind of stuck when you see, you know, teams in the Central or the West maybe not being all that great, but making the playoffs, but knowing the third place team in the East would be better than any of them. So it happens sometimes. All right. Well, just to recap there for the seeds, um, what we're looking at, of course, the Rockets securing the first seed in the ACL, um, the number three seed secured by the double downs, the number four by the damage. Of course, we've already mentioned the fact that uh, no no uh, playoff uh, seeds will come out of the South, of course, other than the South Division winner. And we'll move on to the South now uh, to tackle that. Not a whole lot to say here. Uh, of course, the, the generals taking the South Division crown uh, this year, and I won't spend a whole lot of time on this myself. And let you guys just uh, tell me how how great that the gins are, and that's uh, congratulations. Not all the case. Uh, congratulations even, on winning the bye week, Scotty. Like I don't know what you want me to tell you. Can't, <laughs> can't even hardly get that out to be honest with you. Yeah, they're, they're, the, the gin the gins have some serious issues right now. Yeah, and, you're, and banged it's, it's, you're banged up. You're banged up. Yes, bad timing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I, I think the gins. Um, well, well, we'll talk a little more about the uh, about the bracket and that matchup here in just a few minutes. But uh, might might have a uh, you know might have drawn probably the the the, the best straw, the the longest straw um, that I could have here in the opening round of the playoffs. That's no disrespect whatsoever to that team, uh, but just just in terms of looking at the matchups and and what what the gins are capable of doing in round one um, probably would have stood no chance against anyone else. It might not anyway, but uh, it's, it, it's, it's a flawed team right now. I know that. Um, 
And uh, yeah, the South as a whole, that, that's a whole other talking point. Um, you know, just, just to recap, of course, the Jens coming in uh, with the uh, South Division, uh, South Division victory, just under, going to post just under 100 wins. It looks like, well, let's see, I'm looking at five, add five more. So looking at uh, about 97, 97 wins um, for this, for this season uh, should be followed by, it's like the Vipers. Super tight, uh, second, third, fourth. Actually, it's it's really it's really yeah. tight. Yeah. Uh, let me take another look at that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the Vipers, just barely. But yeah, there won't be any change there. So it'll be Jens, Vipers, Wallabies, Chicks. We don't need to talk about the other three. They're not even close. Obviously, um, very poor records. Uh, be sub. Uh, Vipers might come in just above, just above four hundred now uh, with with their matchup. Uh, their matchup against uh, the Chicks that they are winning six two two, but uh, yeah. So you guys take it away. One one potential winter topic meeting we may want to raise is I know the division champion is guaranteed a playoff spot. I think everyone's cool with that. Maybe we need to discuss should they be guaranteed the two seed. That's maybe something we should I, discuss. I, because I, because the double downs ugh. are going to face a team. That is 51, 65, and 14 out of their division. And in this case, the Rockets are going to face the NorCal damage. <laughs> that doesn't seem seem like a, a prize for being the one seed in the ACL. But, I, I mean, but again, I, to me, is this a one-off? Sure, it, 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 it's a complete one-off. I get that. Look, this 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 has nothing to do with the general. So no, I no, absolutely clear. not. Uh, no, but no, that there there's look if if. If the division winners are not rewarded with the first and second seeds, then I, I don't know why we have divisions. It's good, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good, I, you know, it's a good point. You know, it, it, there we has had to be a conversation over, five years ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We changed it. And then we thought, man, that sucks. Let's go back to the way we had it before. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying get rid of the divisions. I'm just saying maybe the gents should be the fourth seed and not the two seed. That's all well, I'm saying. You know. But, I'm saying you 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 can't you can't argue and you can't argue out of one side of your mouth mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that that we shouldn't realign because mm-hmm. the Cardinals missed the playoffs. Then out mm-hmm. the other side of your mouth, the Generals deserve the four seed because they won the South Division. It doesn't work that way. I, and, I'm, and I'm with you, and I get that completely. Get that completely. I think the one thing that I'll have, and it means Scotty, like you just said, I think you know where your team stands right at the moment, right? And I don't think there's any questions there, so I don't think we necessarily need to go down that. Oh path. yeah, I and mean, I think no delusions. <laughs> I think the question that I have is really, you know, and we talked about this a little bit earlier in the season. I mean, you know, we talked about you know you making moves or doing some things, and essentially the the, the answer to it was, well, I'm going to win this division no matter what, right? Yes. And, you know, my kind of question to you was, well, what about the playoffs? And I think, you know, to me, do you think maybe you would have made, maybe you would have, you know, managed your team differently this season mm-hmm. had there been somebody nipping at your heels? I mean, any mm-hmm. kind of thoughts from that perspective on, you know? A hundred, a hundred and one percent. Chris, Scotty yeah. and I actually, Scotty and I had this conversation before we taped our last show. <laughs> we had this exact same conversation. Gotcha. Because, and this is going to sound silly, being in the South for the Gens, I think is almost a disadvantage. Yeah. Because it, it makes you not focus on your roster as much as you would if you were playing against good teams every week. It, it changes the way you look at your roster. Subconsciously, maybe, but it just changes how you look at your roster. It has to. It absolutely has mm-hmm. to. There's just no way around that. 
it, it, it's it, yeah. it's it's damaging and it, it's not it's not a it's not a focus issue it's not a it's not a um, right. right it's not an intentiveness issue um or or, or an expectation that I, i'm going to win the division anyway so why bother i mean everyone in this league knows me better than that sure but but it, it's it's a you know uh, I, I was looking at moves and I, you know, I, there are a few managers um, who, who can um, testify to this because they were on the receiving end of, of private messages and, and texts. And, you know, I, I was looking at, at specific moves at the deadline. That were you trying to acquire me- Zach Plesak, I think? Maybe. No. <laughs> okay. No, I, that's, yeah, maybe I got that. That's wrong. a very, li- that's a very liberal way to put it. But um, <laughs> that was out there. That was the rumor. <laughs> It, it was out there, all right. But I, 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 I was looking at specific moves that would have made me a, that would have made me, I guess, I guess you could say a soft seller at, at the deadline. But, but no, knowing that the division was wrapped up already, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, you, you know, you have, uh, you, you know, there are areas of your team, uh, components of your team that need uh, lo- more, more long-term attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have an opportunity to do that in the South by taking a step back yes. while simultaneously winning the South. Yes. So it's like, it's like, you know, the, the, the end goal, I mean, is always a championship, you know, I mean, that's, that's just, that is the, you know, we don't have a, we don't have a Sacramento Kings mindset in, mm-hmm. in Gotham city, you know, the division titles really don't mean anything. It's, you know, it's the trophy. That's yes. the only thing that matters. But you know this 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 is a very long play league. This is a, a, a you know a high quality dynasty league. So you you do have to always keep keep one eye on you know the the future resiliency Agreed. and viability of your team. So in the South, it's just a really interesting. You, it's it's an you aggravating run, you run it's an aggravating problem. You run faster if you're being chased, Scotty. At the end of the day, yeah. If you're in yep. a car race yep. or you're not just in a foot race, if someone beside you is running really fast, you're going to run faster. That that's just that's just how human beings are, and the South is no different. I guarantee you, if you drop the Generals into the East and throw one of our teams into the South, the Generals are a much better team today than they would have been as they are right now. I guarantee mm-hmm. it, just because they would have felt the need to be a better team. Well, I also if if the Gins were in the South for the last say four years, mm-hmm. I probably would have been a seller a year and a half ago. Yeah. In the East. You mean. And in, in, in the East, East. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. In the, in the East. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be, because the, you know, the, it's just, you know, that's just the cyclical nature of, of maintaining and we all do it differently. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, t- you know, the rockets re- don't really rebuild. They reload the damage reload, you know, uh, the gins kind of do a, a kind of an in-between thing mm-hmm. sometimes. Yep. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really, um, it's kind of a problem yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it's not good, um, for, for a team like the gens, but you know, we're, I, I'm navigating it the, the best that I can, I can figure out how, yeah. um, well, you know, keep keeping, um, keeping, keeping, I'm just the, kind of the, hoping this is cyclical. Cause again, in 2019, Portsmouth was a good team in 2018, Portsmouth was a good team. And 2017 Portsmouth. So I'm I'm hoping this is just the number two team in the division took a big step back, and nobody else from behind them took a big step forward. And this is what you had. Well, and then on top I, of that, I, the Gens 
probably one of the worst gen, Gens teams in the last few years. Is that fair to say, it, Scotty? I, I well, I, I mean, certainly by record, I, there's no question of that. I I have had some some pretty significant key injuries yeah, this year. And that's, I'm not I'm not I'm not blaming. No, but that's the truth. I'm not blaming. That's the, just the truth. When your best it's, pitcher, it's, it's when just, your best pitcher and probably your best hitter are both gone for the year, that, that hurts. That that. that that kind of hurts a little bit. So well, but but let, let me let me turn what you said a minute ago. Let me let me turn that back around to you though, and ask you this. You know, when you when you look at the South right now, mm-hmm. and, and you look at and you look at the Wallabies, and you look at you look at the at a chicks team um, that has that has been under the same ownership now for three seasons, mm-hmm. and has added what like a dozen wins yeah. across three seasons. Yeah. Um. And 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 you know the the Vipers. Um that uh, under that ownership, they, they've not been around that really long enough to get a, a feel for really one actual season. I mean, uh, you know, throw, throw last year out, yeah. but um, you know, we, when you try to look at that, look at the division now and forecast out three years, forecast out 36 months from right now, mm-hmm. do you think, in, do you really think anything is that much different? I, I, I hope it is. But if you ask me who's going to win the South in 2024, I'll take Gotham City. Of course you will. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ask me who's going to win in 2025 and 2026, I'll tell you the same thing. Because, Just because, because that's the answer. No, no, because, because, because we know that guy knows how to win divisions. We're like, we, we, hope, we hope the other two guys, we hope Michael is going to be a really good manager. We hope Zach is going to be a really good manager. But we don't know if that's the case. But that being said, if you looked at the Rockets and – 2009, you would have thought I was a drug addict and I never didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I, I, I literally lost every game. So, you know, th- things things can certainly change. Like, they certainly did for my team real fast. Yeah. So, well, you know, I, I think this is I'm a long a game, like you said. You know, I, I think in a couple of years, if in two years, Scotty, it's still Jens and then three teams that are sub 400, I think we got a real problem. But I, I, yeah. I don't think we're going to have that problem. But well, we, we, we can't we can't make that call about the Vipers. I, I and I think I mentioned this on one of the on one of the recent pods. Um, I, I'm a big believer in the three year rule. Yes. If you can't turn tur- if you can't turn things around and add a significant number of wins in a in a three year three season time frame, something's wrong. Something is wrong. Yes, something is wrong. Agreed. And so we we can't we you know we don't know the answer to that concerning the Vipers, no. they're, they're still within that window. They, in fact, they have a full, a full season ahead of them within that window next year. Yeah. Um, the, the chicks are at the end of that window. Yes. Um, and I, 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 <laughs> I, I hope we're not seeing what the chicks simply are now, but I'm, I, I, I don't know, you know, yeah. um, it, yeah. it's, it's, con- it's concerning. Um, and, and the Wallabies, I mean, you know, historically, Historically, you know, really high quality yeah. club. Uh, of course, former BDL champion. Um, I'm hoping 2021 just, is an aberration. Um, I, I hope you're right, and, and we'll see. I guess yeah. that's that's all I can say for that right yeah. now. But you mean the Scottsdale Wallabies? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, stop! Um, that's right. terrible. And I and I know that I, I sent us down this path by asking the question, but I still think it's good to touch on this matchup a little bit. Sorry to be kind of hosty there and get us yeah. back on topic, but <laughs> <laughs> thank God for you, Chris. Go ahead, buddy. I, I actually think these two teams are are very similar. I mean, I know that we're talking about them in two different lights because of the division, but I mean, I think 
the generals are where they are this season because they beat up on the South. And I think mm-hmm. the double downs are where they are this season because they beat up on the South. Right. I mean, right. I think it's a very, very similar story to these two teams uh, from that perspective. And I actually, I actually think this is going to be a pretty close matchup. I mean, I know we've kind, of we kind of been pitching this as, oh my God, the double downs got this locked down, but oh no, they, oh, they definitely do not have this. Locked yeah. Down. I think there's going to be a tight one. I think, you know, I think both of you guys are going to have a shot at this and I think it's going to be yeah. interesting comes out of it, but oh, I think on paper, it's, yeah, it's two pretty similar te- teams. It, it, it is very close. Uh, and if you look at the breakdown, yeah. they're almost even, I think it's like a yeah. hundred to 90 sort of thing. I can't remember the exact exactly. numbers, but it, 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 it's the equivalent of a five, four, one or a six, four on the season. Exactly. Yeah. So no, they, 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 these are two. These are two very close teams. I was just speaking from the point of I'd rather play Scotty next week than Bill, and not even because of team quality, because I just don't want to play Bill. Because <laughs> I'm I'm just so afraid of that matchup. That I'm like, damn, damn, it'd be nice to play the Generals who are kind of banged up right now. You don't want to get bounced in the first round. Like, <laughs> you'd rather get bounced by Bill in the semifinals. At least then you you know <laughs> that, you know that's happened before, and that would be one thing. But if I lose in the first round. Off my best season, this is really going to suck. <laughs> but I mean, I think these are going to be some good matchups. I mean, I know you know too good. Like, a little too good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we think about the one that has the biggest spread between them, the cramps and the elevation. We probably spent the longest time talking about that. So mm-hmm. you know, if that reads anything into it. A teams that have sixty, however many games are going to be apart from each other, yeah. we think is going to be a great matchup. Obviously, these ones that are, you know in yeah. the 10 to 15 game spread, you know, yeah. are going to be good as well. So I know there's been a lot of talk of it's the cramps and the rockets this year. I do not think the gap is that far between me and Brian and the rest of the playoff teams. I, I just, I just don't see it. I unfortunately do, <laughs> yeah. but, but that doesn't mean that crazy stuff can't happen. Right. I mean, yep. you know, I was not a very good team going into the playoffs and, but you're, you know, but you're a really good team now. You're you know a really good team now. Yep. At the end of the day, this league is about two things. Get to the playoffs and be healthy when you get there. That's, exactly. all, it is. That's all it is. <laughs> Hashtag South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but, 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 but there, there is something to be said for that. And, and again, the, the, the one problem with Gotham City is they got to the playoffs, but they are not healthy. No. No. In fact, and this, this, this just really underscores the situation with the Gins right now. Did you see that my secondary closer, Karen Chak, was demoted to the freaking minors? That hurts. The only good thing is he's still minorly eligible, so at least he can send him to the minors. He, he is, so he's still stashed. But and look, that, that's that's not a that's not a make or break player. He's not going to win me a, win a championship for anybody or. or you know, but but but, but he's someone but, you do not someone you do not want to lose right now. That's all. It I mean, it's like, like come on, like forty eight hours before the playoffs, yeah. I lose a closer to the yeah. minor league. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> at least he wasn't DFA. <laughs> <sighs> good times. Good times. A guy with minor league options gets DFA. That would just even yeah. put a, another yeah. explanation for him. Yeah. yeah. Who traded you? Okay, so. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. Okay, well, guys. I don't want to talk about closer trades, right? I mean, still, I traded, what, traded a first round pick for two guys that aren't closing anymore. So, <laughs> well, we, yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't talk about closers, um, uh, closer trades without bringing Ort back onto the show to mm-hmm. keep us on. Tr- on yeah, track. Well, well, yeah, 
Yeah, well, Mike, you mentioned the only winter meetings topic would be realignment. I doubt it. Yeah. I think we're right. going to go closers, too. <laughs> I, ho I, ho I hope not. I hate that. Kind of <laughs> I'm already typing up the message. Just, just, just sign some closers, guys. It's not that hard. I'm typing up the topic right oh, now. Oh, I, I hate hard. closers. It's not that hard, guys. Just get yourself some closers. It's a good time. It's fun. Actually, actually truthfully, right. innings minimum might have to be a topic for us. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, that that's a whole other. I don't. Yeah. I don't even understand. That's an effort. That basically, that's an effort minimum. We have to. Uh, we have to introduce that in any Ouch. That's it's the truth though. It's if you can't get to thirty innings, you're not trying. I'm sorry, but you are not. If you cannot get to thirty innings, you are not trying to get to thirty innings. I agree. That's all. I it agree. Is. That's all. It is. Each day there are two or three starting pitchers that are free agents that are starting that day. I'm not saying they're any good, but if the goal is to get to 30, you will get to 30. All right, guys, let's run through this bracket. Let's mm. uh, settle on some predictions. We have, we have, of course, the three of us on the line here, so uh, we have a tie-break vote. If, if we need it, we can each give our pick and, uh, you know, see where, see where we end up. So we'll, we'll just start with the ACL uh, where we're all ready to – uh, discussing these these teams, um, let's let's take the middle clubs first. Boston Double Downs, uh, the the three seed Boston Double Downs from the East versus the two seed Gotham City Generals. I'm going to let you you guys take this, and I'll break the tie if I have to. Uh, sure, Chris, you want to go first? Or you want me to take first? I have the Double Downs. Like I said, I think it's going to be very close, but I think the Double Downs, uh, you know, take it. Yep, I'm um, I'm with you. If the gens you were healthy, if the gens were healthy, I would have had the gens. Uh, but they're missing Clayton Kershaw all of next week. Do I have that right, Scotty? And they're missing Anthony yeah. Rendon all of next week. Actually, uh, oh, and yeah, and, 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 and <laughs> I, I forgot about him. But yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't think they have enough healthy bodies right now to take him out. I think this is going to be super close. I, I'm seeing this as like a six-four sort of thing, and I certainly would not be surprised. If the Gents pull off a victory, but gun to my head, I'm taking the double downs. No reason for me to weigh in there. So let's move on to the. We just want to know. Oh, weigh, weigh in, weigh in, weigh in. Weigh in. I mean, I'm not picking against the Gens in this matchup. So it's so it's two one. Okay, All right. uh, Scott, sure. would you pick the Gens against anybody? I just did, idiot. No, no. So would you pick against them against anybody? <laughs> If the Jets were um, if the Jets were playing the Rockets this week, who would you pick? Bad example. I mean, I'm on the line. If the Jets were playing the Cramps this week, who would you have? I think the Cramps are situationally beatable, okay. and I, I think that's very much in play next week. And that is no. Let, let me be very clear. Brian has had a, a just a just a mind numbing season. Mm -hmm. That is no dis I mean no disrespect to what the what Crawford is doing. Okay, so to answer the um, question, Scotty would not pick anyone against his generals. All right, mm, got, got there. Of course I would. Got there. Who? <laughs> Give me a team name. If it's not me, uh, it's not else? Brian. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I would beat. Uh, I would beat the elevation. I would beat the Mounties. I would beat. Would you beat the Beers? You didn't this year. Probably, probably not. <laughs> oh, no. He lost like 9-1 to me, and I'm pretty sure he picked me. Picked him. <laughs> Listen, Scotty's got right. He's, He's got, got confidence. Confidence is a good thing. Confidence yeah. is a good thing. 
I, I tried to move on. You guys That's, wouldn't let me move I know, on. All right, I tried to move right. on. Okay, 2-1. Me, Chris, have the double downs. And Scotty has the generals. I will write that down. Okay. The okay. number one rockets, or excuse me, the number four damage versus the number one rockets. I pick the damage. You're an asshole. All right, next. <laughs> uh, I have the rockets here, but again, this this matchup to me, you know, no offense to you, Mike, I think is going to be the tightest, and I think probably the most yeah. fun to pay attention to this week. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will... I'll take my rockets, of course, but I, I as course, as, as I said earlier, this is the matchup I did not. I would rather play Gotham City. I'd rather play. I, I I think I'd rather play anybody else but Bill this week. All right. So staying in the ACL, that means our semifinal matchup is the double downs, number three seeded double downs versus the Rockets. Chris, you take this one first. Rockets, and I think this is an easier matchup than the first. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually with you on that. Yeah. Absolutely no disrespect. Of course not. To Kevin, Kevin's got a great team. On paper, he probably has a better – on paper, he, he, he actually think he does have a better team than Damage. Uh, for me, this is just a historical thing. Uh, I But but if, if it's me versus Kevin in the semis, I'll, I'll take me in a tight one. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to take the Rockets here as well. So we're putting the Rockets in the BDO finals. Uh, finals everybody. But if the general second was there, Mike, he would take the general. Well, of no. course, I have eyes. I can look at his right. roster. Jeez, <laughs> my God! Obviously, Chris. Let's <laughs> let's 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 move on to the PCL. What so is very, understood very... need not be discussed, Chris. What is understood need not be discussed. I need I need a, a mute button for. In fact, I think I have a mute button for you. Do you? Let me find that. That'd be big for a terrible uh, show. I can uh, click my. Oh my gosh! Admin. Well, you can probably click mine if you're the admin on this. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's try this right now. Okay. Mute. Hey, yeah, Mike. He's, he's muted. I can see. It. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Let's, <laughs> let's move right. Let's move right on to the PCL, shall we? Um, is he giving me the finger? He's raising his digital hand. finger. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, buddy. Good. Okay, so love you, buddy. <laughs> moving on. All of, moving this, on all of this, Chris, because I picked Joe Beth's team name. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm muting him again. So moving on to the PCL. Uh, let's start with the middle matchup. The number three. Mounties versus the number two versus the number two Malibu Bay beers. Uh, Mike, buddy, you can take this one first. Uh, I'm happy I don't have to work in the same office as Steven. We're working from home still. I'm taking the beers. I don't think it'll be close. Yeah. 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 I'm with, I'm, I'm with the beers on this one as well. Yeah. Same. I don't think it'll be close. And I, that again, I'm going to say that and get blown up. So I'm sure Steven wants to hear that. <laughs> I'm jinxing myself right now. <laughs> But again, I think that's a comment to where his team is right now. That's they're really, it. They're just so banged up on right. the pitching side. Yeah, they're, too, they're too banged up to hang with the beers, I think. Okay, and now the uh, I think the the main event matchup for this episode, <laughs> the one that is by far the most interesting. Uh, we could talk about this for a long time if we really wanted to. The number four elevation versus the number one seeded Crawford Cramps. Who wants to take this first? I guess I'll go for it, Scotty. During our interview with Ort last time out, I said the words, Ort, you only have to beat him once. Apparently, I, I lied. He doesn't have to beat him once. He has to beat him twice. 
I'm not shocked he beat him once. I don't think he's going to beat him again. I'll take the cramps. Yeah, same for me. It's it's the cramps. I mean, how can you bet against it? Again, you know, I think Ort's team can get hot in any moment, and they seem pretty hot this week. If they can continue that for two weeks in a row, which they haven't once this season, you know, then they can win. But that's the only way. Is if their bats come ablazing and they can get that volume, that's the only way to pull it off. But I mean, I got to go yeah. with the consistency of the cramps. Yep. Well, I, I said the cramps were situationally uh, beatable, um, and, and just in the in the interest and in the spirit of staying consistent with my message from uh, one of the first episodes of this show, maybe the first episode of this show, uh, I picked the elevation then, and I'm going to pick them now. Oh boy, uh, it's it's already they're, they're, this is two one. The cramps yeah. are moving on, so yeah, uh, or Guts showing you a little love, but I I, I think I think. Look, I, I'm serious. I, I, think, would, I wouldn't I be shocked. Sure. are very beatable. I wouldn't be sure. And they're, they're, I think they're highly beatable. And yeah. and I will prove that with my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on. So the uh, the PCL semifinal matchup, the number two seeded beers mm-hmm. versus the number one seeded Crawford Cramps. Yeah. Mike, I'll let you take this first. I, I just gave it away. I got the beers in the final. Uh, I, I, I I don't I don't like the rostering of tw- and again he may just cut uh, i think it's griffin canning he just may cut him and i think he has josiah gray in his minor leagues and i don't know if he has anybody else he can kind of move in and out of that spot but if he doesn't and if bauer doesn't come back he he's playing with one hand tied behind his back or i guess in this case he's playing with two of his 28 fingers tied behind his back and i think you can get away with that but it's not something I'd want to try to get away with against a really talented, really hot team. And that's the beers in this case. If the beers were playing them in week one, I would be really confident with this pick. Uh, I'm a little less confident in a week from now because the cramps will will likely be a little healthier. Like they might get Monacy back by then. How they might get Mike Trout back by then, I don't know. But I'm, I'm taking the beers. I, in in the interest of keeping Chris honest uh, in this show, I'm going to force his hand. I, I'm taking the cramps in this matchup. Um, so, yeah, it's all on you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> let me put it this way. I'm 0-2 against the cramps so far this year. So, you know, I think the last time we played, it was a bit closer. I th- still think he beat me 6-3-1, but I think it was a closer matchup, you know, with some of the categories. I think I have a team that can beat the cramps. Um, but I would need everything to break right. And uh, I think he's going to go 3-0 and against me this year if that's the case. So I'll, I'll, I'll pick him to go to the finals. Okay. So we're going chalk. I, so, I don't have Scotty's confidence. So. Yeah. so We're going chalk then. We have two favorites. <laughs> like, the, like the cowards we are, we yes. have advanced the two number one seeds to the BBL Not me. Finals. I picked the beers. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Collectively on this show, we have advanced myself here. Just yeah. saying. There you go. There you go, man. Reverse jinx, getting it uh, set up. Good thinking, buddy. Mm-hmm. Good thinking. All right. So, so yeah. So we've got the the number one seeded ACL, number one seeded Rockland Rockets, uh, with a lesser record uh, versus the number one seeded PCL, number one seeded Crawford Cramps. Wow, what a matchup. Um, so you have the teams that are one and two in the breakdown ranking. Uh, you have the teams that are one and two in the power ranking. You have the 
two best records in the league. Mm-hmm. This is basically a coin flip. I wish I was playing them this week, buddy. I'd be up 901. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wish I was playing them this, this week. This is this is tough. This is this is so tough. Um I'm I'm thinking. If anyone else wants to go first, I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, again, I think it's the matchup we all want to see and the matchup that makes sense. I mean, listen, does this always make sense? No, right? So are we going to end up with these two guys in the finals? Who knows? Probably not. But I, Probably not. <laughs> but I think if this is if this is the matchup, um, I think it's going to be a great one. I, I have a slight edge, kind of, with my calculations going to the Rockets, and you know, I think that's just because, again, you know, maybe the last couple of week trajectory versus, you know, the cramps. And obviously that doesn't mean that the cramps aren't winning. Right. But, you know, I think the teams that the Rockets have to play were better. So I think if you look to neutralize some of that strength of schedule, um, you know, I think that's where in my hand, it kind of tips it to the Rockets and uh, you know, that's who I have taken it all. Okay. Scotty, put me on the spot. Take, take, take Crawford. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, Jeez. I mean, I think both both teams have been pretty hot lately too. You you look sure, at you sure. look at the cramps, you look at the cramps last several matchups. Um and I mean you have to look at quality opponents, that's what quality I would, of yeah. opponents. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 a that's a big issue. I mean, you know, the last you've got posted eight wins against the Wu, ten against the Lions, eight against the killer cars, only six against the Bears, you know, going on back. Um you know, I think in the BDL playoffs, it, it, it really it really just matters which which clubs are the hottest at this time of year. It, it's it's that kind of environment. You know, there there are no awards for for a regular season crown, although you know we tout those things and congratulate those things. But um, you know, the Rockets have been equally as as hot. Um, you know, going back a few weeks, ten um, zero against the Wallabies, they beat the Damage eight zero. Beat the Generals 8-0, 9-0 against the Chicks, um, eight eight wins against the Cardinals. It's just um, it's 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 a real it's a real coin flip. But you know, the Rockets' one loss going back the last several weeks has been against the Cramps. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost they lost eight to two against the Cramps, and it's so tough for, for I, really for. I, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at performance here. I'm looking at at real performance from the matchup earlier in the season, um, and it being a coin flip matchup. I, I'm going to have to go with the Cramps. Yeah, I have a winning record. I think it's every team in this league. Um, I have a winning record in the breakdown versus the Cramps. Funnily enough, I think it's like 98, 92 or something. It'll be a little better after this week. Yep. Um, if I, I wish I had Acuna Jr. on my team right now going into the playoffs. Uh, that said, his team has been banged up too. Uh, I'm not picking against myself. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Rockets. I think this as you should. If if it's if it's if it's cramps Rockets, I don't think I've ever faced Brian in the playoffs. All my time in the league, I do not believe. Uh, I don't want to say this would be the best final ever, but if you add up win percentages. I don't know if we would have had a better final if it ends up being Crawford Rockets this year. Yeah, um, it, it, it'd be hard to imagine that would have been the case. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Rockets. That said, I'm just as confident about losing the first round as I'm beating them in the final. Uh, it's you know, it's it's two really great teams. 
I'm, I'm accustomed to playing great teams. I've been doing a lot of it this year. And at some point, my little run is going to end. I hope it doesn't end until next year, though. Well, it, it would be quite the feat to uh, to be a better BDO Finals in the 2014 series between the Gins and the and the Cramps. Uh, that was one for the ages. That's a good but, point. Uh, Let me look it, at the records. You on might that. Uh, that might be real close. You you might you might pull it off. That one went down to to the last uh, couple at bats of of that Sunday evening, and it was uh, it was it was epic. Um, yeah. But if if any any two teams could. Uh, I think uh, pull off a you know a clone of that of that kind of matchup uh, and and give that to us here in the BDO. I think it's it's these two clubs. Yeah. Um, this year's Rockets, this year's Cramps. Um, the finals are poised to to um, put that on display yeah. for us this year. But it's um, funny. Did North Cal I mean, ever I, play? Did North Cal ever play the Killer Cars in the final? Oh yeah, they played yeah, the North final, Cal right? beat them in. Was that was yeah, that two thousand nine? Because if it was, yes. that would probably be the best comp of this. Yeah, 2009 was NorCal, uh, NorCal Killer Cars. 2010 okay. was NorCal Baltimore, Baltimore. Epidemic. Okay. And, yeah. of course, you, you you know the 2011 11, finals. Yeah, yeah. Very so well. so I, I'm, I'm thinking if it ends up being Cramps, Cramps Rockets this year, I think the best comp of this will be either 2009 or 2011. 2011 – me and Bill were one, two in the breakdown. I think I was the one who was two, I think. And 2009, I'm guessing it was Killer Cars one and Damage two. And they were both, if they weren't both over 700, they were real close to both over 700. So I think that'd be the best comp if this happens. That being said, I wouldn't be shocked if we're both out in the first round. So who knows? It's, it's the BDL playoffs. Well, now we'll just, we'll just, we'll just. I guess leave it with this point. So very rarely has the uh, has the best team in the league with the, excuse me the best the record. team with the best yep. record in the league um, claim claim the championship. Yep. That is just not not something that happens very often in the BDL for a variety of reasons. Um, so we'll just stick yep. stick a stick a pin in that in that thought as well. Yep. But um, I've been there once. You've been there a couple uh, times, right, Scotty? Two, uh, that's two, just, three. That's just not a bunch. That's just not a bunch. That's just that? not. How about you, Chris? Have your team ever had the best regular season record in the league? Never. <laughs> Never? Okay. okay. Never. I wasn't sure. When you're championship year, I couldn't remember if you were the top. I was a wild card. Oh, were you? Yeah. yeah. That, that is just uh, freaking ridiculous. Oh, you beat, I, I assume you beat Gotham City in the way in. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I have um, – I have won the, the generals have won the regular season three times, 07, 2012, and 2018. Yeah. We did not win a title in any of those years. We won, we won titles in two different years. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, you BDL know, that's, playoffs, that's how the ball bounces. It's fantastic. Video playoffs. Video <laughs> playoffs. Well, Chris, uh, we're going to sign off here just momentarily, but just wanted to thank you uh, for joining us here for the show. Really appreciate your help dissecting the, uh, BDL playoff bracket. So thank you uh, again for uh, hopping on the line with us tonight. Absolutely. Good times. And before we sign off guys, um, just want to uh, just give a quick little, uh, quick little thanks uh, from the inside pod for the nomination for the mark of excellence award. Um, of course, you know, being on the receiving end of the nominations myself, I, I know where, where that came from and, and the support that was behind it. Um, uh, I was not involved in the voting process, uh, you know, since I removed myself from that for obvious reasons. But we just, uh, I, know, I know I speak for Mike when I say we really appreciate 
the fact that uh, that you guys are enjoying the show and that you find value in, in what we're doing here to uh, uh, talk about the league and, and hopefully entertain the league. And there were um, much much more deserving candidates on the on the ballot, I, I think, than than us. Oh come on, Scotty! Uh, there a, were no more duo. no more deserving candidates on the ballot. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> Anyone, hey anyone who hey didn't man. vote for us, we hate you people, all right? Every vote should vote for us. Every vote. Get in line. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how that's, you know, Brent, Brent has handled that process for us, so I, I don't, I, I'm don't. i assuming that's going to. We, we think. We, we think. We think. <laughs> has anyone voted yet? <laughs> the one thing I'll add, guys, I mean, listen, obviously not being part of the, the podcast nomination here, maybe I can actually, you know, speak for a second, but I think. You know, I think it's really great the content that we get, uh, you know, from from any source in the BDL, and I think this has really been a good a good staple. I think both, you know, entertaining and fun, and and uh, you know, really just brings a lot to the league. So I think that's definitely why the nomination was out there, just because obviously this, you know, you guys put a lot of effort, put a lot of time for you know what sixteen of us, I guess, you know, thirteen of us not on the you know not on the podcast today. <laughs> But, um, you know, I think just that level of engagement and interest is what keeps everybody going in this league. So you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. And if, if you have voted for anyone else, please contact Brent and change your vote yes. immediately. As Chris just said, everybody should vote for us. That's exactly what he just said. <laughs> Those were his exact words. We quoted him. Everyone should vote for us. Yeah. All right, guys, you probably won't hear from us until uh, the close of the BDL finals. Uh, you never know. We might throw in something special there. You never know. But uh, I think that's our plan is to uh, bring on the champ uh, for discussion after after that occurs. So Hopefully it's one of us, uh, Scotty. Hopefully it's us talking to ourselves. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, hold, on, if, hold on, guys. If this ends up being Jen's Rockets in the second round, I can almost guarantee that we're going to throw in a bonus show. Just us bragging about how, how great we are. And, and and then if it's be, if it's beers versus one of us, then there might be another bonus show. But the, the, the two of us bragging about how great we are. So, so. I won't be invited. <laughs> this might not be there. Yes. I'm there. All right, guys. Thank you a bunch. Uh, thank you a bunch. Mike, sign us off, bro. Uh, I can't remember what my closing line is. Good night, everybody. Well, that was just awful. I'm awful. I'm not good at this. You know that. (laughs) Chris, can you say something smart to close the show? Yes, I'll say something smart. You are muted again. (laughs) Later, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later. Peace.